Well, believe it or not, while we're still in March, baseball season, like the real baseball season, not pitchers and catchers report, not spring training, not grapefruit, <laughs> but real Tigers baseball begins on Thursday? Thursday. Mm-hmm. Right? Can you Thursday. believe it? Yeah. On Thursday. They haven't even played the final four yet, <laughs> and they're already starting baseball on Thursday. And uh, here to give us a look at what we can expect from the Tigers is Matt Shepard, Bally Sports play-by-play. How you doing, Matt? Good, Mitch. KB, how are you guys? All right. Good. Uh, is, is the end goal to one day start the baseball season in January? <laughs> I don't think so. More baseball for me, the better. Uh, I love it. But, uh, you know, people always talk about uh, do you shorten the schedule? I mean, how many games is enough? All those different topics that you've, you know, you guys have talked about for years. Um, I like the way it's going right now. And I think the new rules will help people uh, an awful lot with it, too. So, um, no, I look, I think this is when's the perfect time? Uh, you know, I, I, I understand why some people might want it over before the NFL begins, but I think right now is a perfect time. Right. For right. Tell us about the, those new rules that you referenced. I like them. Um, originally, I'm kind of a purist. Uh, I'm kind of an old school, but I think it's, I think there's a, I said this to Steve Courtney last night, there's a romantic rhythm to baseball. And I think it was lost to a certain extent. Mitch, when you covered the Tigers in 1984, the average time for a game was two hours and 35 minutes. Okay. Last year it was three hours and six minutes. So I know that may not seem like a lot of time for some people, but I think it has forced more of a rhythmic feel to baseball. Pitchers in a nutshell have 15 seconds to deliver the baseball once they're on the bump with nobody on base, 20 seconds when there's traffic on the base pass. Batter has to be in by eight seconds. He gets one timeout per plate appearance. Bases are a little bit bigger as well. There's no shift. Each side of the infield ha- requires two infielders, and their feet must be on the skin of the infield. Hmm. All right. That makes Interesting. sense. Yeah. That makes sense. So hopefully it'll shorten the game. Uh, I'd love to see it shorten the game by a half hour, uh, I'll, but I'll probably be happy if it shortens it by four minutes. Uh, meanwhile, the Tigers will look a lot like the Tigers of last year in that they did not go crazy on the free agent market. They didn't sign any crazy big names that are, you know, they're not the Yankees or the Red Sox or the Mets, the Mets or whatever, you know. And so uh, really what's interesting with Scott Harris, you know, in charge here now is that he seems to be he seems to be banking on that. They've got some talented players. He put money into their coaching staff to try to find teachers to make those promising players better. Uh, So with all that, what can fans expect from a team that lost 96 games last year well i would say this remember last year they did sign free agents they signed eduardo rodriguez they signed javier Baez. and remember everybody was talking about needing a shortstop so those guys are back what more did people want they might have wanted a, a right-handed hitting outfielder were you going to spend the amount of money that mitch hanniger got in san francisco i don't know they traded for matt veerling they traded for nick maton two guys who uh, I think bring an awful lot of versatility and athleticism to this team. And I think that's how it's going to work. A.J. Hinch is going to require guys to be versatile because he's going to use different lineups based on different matchups, based on what types of pitches a certain pitcher throws. 
that will allow him to maneuver. He's really going to be tested as a manager this year with this ball club. Um, and I think th- this team is much more athletic uh, than last year's team. So, uh, sure, I get why a lot of people want to spend money. Spending money doesn't always equate to winning games, okay? You can spend as much money as you want, so on and so forth. you got to spend it in the right places. Well, of course, but it, the, everybody says the same okay. thing. And, and not spending money doesn't win you games either. Uh, so you have to make sure that you well, – in the, in the Tigers – Tigers case, I think it's more about drafting correctly. I mean, they've been so bad for so long that they've got so right. many guys that they have, you know, were really high draft picks. And it's really a question of, of them coming around. So amongst that group of which there's, you know, a half a dozen, even seven, eight guys, uh, who do you think is poised to have a, you know, that's why we drafted them year? Yeah. Uh, I think drafting development is key. You're right. Um, you know, Tampa does a good job of, of limiting their payroll and winning without spending big money. The Angels have always spent big money and haven't won. So those are two examples. I think the guy you look at, um, I think for this team to be successful this year, Mitch, bottom line is Scope, Meadows, and Baez have to have numbers of 2021 instead of 2022. And I think Riley Green and Spencer Torkelson need to uh, expound their game a little bit, elevate their game a little bit. And I think all of that uh, would help this team a great deal in addition to some health on the pitching side. Mm, yeah. When is Grubel coming back? Is he um, out for half the year or three-fourths of the year? Yeah, Kenny, I think he's going to be back, uh, you know, late June, sometime in July probably. Okay. And Eduardo Rodriguez, who <laughs> – we can say we didn't get to know because he didn't spend a whole lot of time here. Uh, was off for nearly three months on personal matters, the, 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 the details of which never really came to the public. Is he going to be anything different this year? Well, all I can tell you is he looked really sharp in spring training for what that is worth, okay? Um, and I know how people, a lot of people feel about spring training. Last year, only saw him for 17 games, but uh, this is a guy who I think is going to have a very good year for this team. The bottom line is you need innings out of this team. You need innings out of your starters. Guys, when you look at the playoffs a year ago, you look at the playoffs last year, take any team you want outside of Tampa, look at the amount of innings they get from their starters. Houston, 950 a year ago. You look at the Dodgers, 870. The Tigers had an 802. You've got to have a healthy starting staff. You need more innings from him. Matt, great uh, column in the Free Press the other day about Mason Englert, this uh, pitcher they acquired yeah. in the offseason. Fascinating article. Yeah. He's very open about his depression, his anxiety, but they say he's really showing a lot of promise. Do you have any update on how he's doing? Yeah, I just I just saw him, as a matter of fact, uh, down in the lobby a little bit ago. It's a great story. You're 100% right. I mean, he's actually now in Grand Rapids uh, with his girlfriend, loves the Grand Rapids area, trains at the elite performance there, was a Rule 5 pick from the Texas Rangers, so coming to Detroit was a big, big deal. Um, in case people don't know, yeah, he's, he has struggled a little bit um, with, with confidence. He's struggled a, a little bit with a, a little bit of a sleep and, and panic attacks and uh, uh, kind of uh, trying to find something to alleviate pressure to succeed. So he's really into meditation. As a matter of fact, when I saw him earlier today uh, at a different spot of the hotel, he was meditating again. Uh, he's got a great perspective on life, and he wants to help as many people as he can. 
who have suffered from something similar to what he deals with. So he does a lot of cold therapy. So, for example, in the winter, he jumps into the into uh, the, the river in Grand Rapids. Um, he does a lot of breathing techniques, um, and it really helps him in the challenging moments. It's a it's a really cool story. That's a great story. Michael Lorenzen's a phenomenal story. Um, Austin Meadows and his bounce back is a great story where athletes are coming out and trying to make a difference to help other people who might be suffering from similar circumstances that they've dealt with. Who's the closer? Yeah, A.J. Hinch doesn't always use that word, KB, but uh, I, w- I would guess Alex Lang would, and Jose Cisnero would be two guys. I think it's more about matchups at the end of games. I'll give you an example. If you're facing you know, Bo Bichette and Vladimir Guerrero Jr. and George Springer or something like that, in the eighth inning, you're going to use your closer and wait till the ninth to use them against guys who might not be as lethal or as dangerous to your lead. I think you're going to use them in the eighth inning. So I think a lot depends on the matchups. But I think you're looking at uh, Alex Lang and perhaps a, a Jose Cisnero-type situation to start the season toward the back end of games. Well, lots of good stories and personalities. We'll see how much of that translates into wins. When are you guys coming down for a game? When am I going to see you guys down there? Opening day. That's right. That's right. Be their opening, our opening day, not not this opening day. And Ship's uh, voice should be real tone now because, you know, Mitch, during the offseason, Ship would always call Eastern Michigan games. I went to homecoming this year. Didn't see Ship. Ship took the year. So Ship has got his his voice ready for (laughs) baseball this year. He was resting. Yeah, just ask my, ask my kids, KB. Ask my kids. The voices yeah. were primed and ready to go. All right, Matt. We'll be listening. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate the news. All right. All right. You bet. It's 760 WJR.